two, three, fuck it. Hey, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Whatever You Want to Call It podcast with your boy, your main man, Marquise Nash. In today's episode, we are going to go through a lot of things. Matter of fact, let's let's go over. Let's go through the questions for today's episode. Um, is Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers frauds? Is this the last stand for the GOAT? Tom Brady. Can the Kansas City Chiefs repeat as AFC champions? Can the Cincinnati Bengals scratch and claw their way to the Super Bowl, a Super Bowl parent appearance and possible win? And can the San Francisco 49ers to Pete the LA Rams to make it to the Super Bowl once again? And let's look at, let's look a look at the history for a lot of these teams. The last time the Cincinnati Bengals made it to the Super Bowl was let me check my research real quick. The last time the the Cincinnati Bengals made the Super Bowl, it was 1989. The score was 20 to 16. The Cincinnati Bengals lost that game and to the <laughs> crazy thing is the San Francisco 49ers. Um and I think that was the last time the San Francisco, no the San Francisco 49ers made the Super Bowl that year. I don't know. I don't remember what year it was. It was the year that the the the, the lights were out. It's Colin Kaepernick that made it to the Super Bowl. I don't think it was like early two thousand. I think two thousand and it might have been two thousand and fifteen. I don't. I don't remember. Let me check my research department real quick. Oh, sorry, y'all. There wasn't. It wasn't twenty fifteen. Um, my brain kind of lagged. It was twenty twenty. The last time they made it against the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, they lost thirty one to twenty. But the last time the Cincinnati Bengals made it to the Super Bowl, it was yeah, like I said, 1989. They lost against the 49ers. Last time the LA Rams made it to the Super Bowl was 2019 against the uh, uh, New England Patriots, 13 and three. That was a very sh- uh, low game, low scoring game, and that kind of exposed um, Sean McVay. I actually thought, matter of fact, I thought. <laughs> The LA Rams was gonna fire Sean McVay after that because you know how the media is. They kind of dogpile on a coach on how bad he played, and then he probably would have got fired like a year later. But they re-upped and they have a chance to make it to the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl this year. So for me, um, let's go. Let's get through it. Let's let's, let's answer these questions. There's a lot of questions and so many answers to answer them with. Um, so let's look at the first answer. Let me first answer. First question, I mean, is Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers frauds? So now this question is kind of like a, it's almost like a setup question because it's always, people are always going to have their reservations about Aaron Rodgers because of what his vaccination status is, which is stupid. Anybody that has that take is a retard, a retard. And I don't mean call people retards and people call people stupid, but you're an idiot if you had that, if that's a take of yours. Oh, like it for all, and I was watching the game, and when I when they lost, I'm like, okay, they lost or whatever. The defense played played good. The 49ers special teams played even better. I was sad. I wasn't satisfied, but I was like, okay, okay, we lost. 
But all the, the vaccination jokes were funny at first. I mean, it wasn't even funny, really. It was corny as hell. But all the vaccination jokes were like, okay, really? Like, that works? And then Tom Brady lost, and he was fully vaccinated. And y'all, we had we had no vaccination jokes for Tom Brady, but Tom Brady lost, and he could have nearly got blew out like Aaron Rodgers did. Actually, he, he would even probably scored. If it wasn't for the L.A. Rams giving the ball up, they probably wouldn't have scored. So, for me, it was like... Aaron, uh, the, not Aaron Rodgers, but Tom Brady was vaccinated and he still got and he still lost against the LA Rams. So for me, all that that vaccination jokes were for Aaron Rodgers is fucking stupid. That by the way. It's fucking stupid. It's corny. Get another joke. It's just that's it was really it's really stupid. And whoever, I mean, whoever not whoever, but the things that they were saying about Aaron Rodgers were just like it just it made no sense, and it's just I the, the whatever guy's name that talked about Aaron Rodgers calling him a a uh, what do he call him? I don't know. He called him some a punk, and he called him a bad guy, which that's stupid because I didn't saw plenty of bad guys in my lifetime, and Aaron Rodgers ain't on a damn list. So for me, it's just like that. The point that the naming the point the, the overall message um, is just that to get get. To get to where I'm gonna get to, the message of, of this whole thing is that people need to mind their own damn business. If Aaron Rodgers don't want to tell you his vaccination status, you don't gotta fucking tell you his vaccination status. I mean, and it's like at the end of the day, as long as he told the NFL which he did and his teammates which he did, that's all that shit fucking matter. What doesn't matter that he doesn't tell the fucking media? Y'all knows he anyway. Y'all damn stuff. Y'all nosy as fuck anyway. Y'all always want to know what the fuck people going, what's going on. Y'all always got y'all sources, but never tell y'all fucking sources and be lying and doing all this other shit. So it just makes me, it just, it, it really makes me think about it. Like, man, like these people are we real life mad at a player for what reason? They don't have no damn reason to be mad at this person. Call him a punk and call him a bad guy. And it's like, but you don't know this man. You don't know. You don't know him from Adam. <laughs> that's that's something my mama say. But you don't know him from, from nothing. Like you, you don't know this guy, and you and you just kind of like just oh man, he's a bad guy. He's a punk. All this stuff. You don't even know him. You don't like Aaron Rodgers. You don't even know me. Like he don't, you don't know the guy, and you have all this hate for him, which is kind of sad because you have all that hate in your heart. I mean, love somebody. Go love somebody because you have too much hate in your heart, ma'am or sir. And it just it just it pisses me off when they, people do that. That's what pissed me off about that that last week in the NFC Championship. But other than that, we we have some other questions for uh, this today's podcast. It's actually going to be the title. If you're looking at the podcast, this long ass title. It is a long ass title. I should have made it shorter, but I don't care. Whatever it's a whatever you want to call a podcast. It's whatever you want to call it. Um. And then another question is, is this a last stand for the GOAT, Tom Brady? Keyword, instant quotations, GOAT, because I have a, a long-ass um, conversation about that. Not even, I had a conversation about that with my brother and some of my siblings or whatever. And I, that debate is so overrated. And it's, and I'll talk about it on a later, or later podcast, probably... If I get a Patreon, I'll probably talk about that debate, but I don't really want to talk about it right now because I'll take up the whole damn podcast talking about that. But um, like I said, um, is this the last stand for Tom Brady? He's mentioned something about like usually Tom Brady, and I've been watching Tom Brady for a minute, but usually Tom Brady says like every year when he 
when this retirement thing came up, usually every year he said, "Okay, I'm going. I'm coming back next year." It was always immediate. I'm coming back next year. This year was like it's day to day or whatever. So he's really thinking about it. And I'm not a therapist, so I don't know what the hell. Like you, you don't don't take this from me and say, "Oh, well, he said that Tom Brady." I didn't say that. It's just what I'm I'm vibing right now and what I'm seeing from Tom Brady and how his his track record is. Usually he says, oh, I'm coming back next year. Now that, and then for me, it's like, what are you achieving at this point? And he mentions, like, I'm chasing after Michael Jordan. Sorry, Tom Brady, and sorry to be, I, don't, I might sound like a hater, but you, you're you never going to get to the level of Tom, uh, not Aaron, Tom Brady, but you're never going to get to the level of Michael Jordan. Please stop chasing that. Like, that's that, that, that dream. Because you will never, ever in in the, in, in the Chris Jericho voice, you will never, ever, 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 ever be greater than Michael Jordan. First of all, this is this one stat that 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 should seal the deal for for that debate. Michael Jordan was six and zero in the NBA Finals. Question: That's the question. That's the answer. It's been answered. Michael Jordan was six and zero in the NBA Finals. That's done. That conversation is done. It should be done right there. But of course, you got these Tom Brady fans that say, "Oh my God, Tom Brady is so good." And the thing about I hate about Tom Brady fans, speaking of Tom Brady and Tom Brady fans, the thing about I hate about Tom Brady fans is that they're they're so delusional. They're just like Cowboys fans. They're so delusional. They're very delusional, and it, it it's it, it's irritating because when Tom Brady loses, it's like, "Oh, it's everybody else's fault." When Tom Brady wins, even though it's obviously the other team's team, it's other teammates' uh, reason for them winning. Like last week against the LA Rams, it was the for it was a defense. It was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers' defense that put them back in the game with all the fump, the the fumble on the Cooper Cup, the fumble from the running back from the LA Rams. It was because of the defense the reason why it made it a game. Of course, Tom Brady scored, and you say, "Oh, well, Tom Brady scored on it." Yeah, but it wouldn't have been there if it wasn't for the defense. They wasn't really doing shit if it wasn't for the defense. The defense was playing well. But actually, defense wasn't really playing well. Like, Matt Stafford was carving them up, and they carving them up. On the last play, too, <laughs> to Cooper Cup, um, that was a great redemption catch for Cooper Cup till after he fumbled the ball. But, man, like, like I said before, it's like they all talk about Tom Brady and say, oh, well, Tom Brady almost did it. No, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers almost did it. Stop fucking giving. Stop. Now nah, I don't mean to say cuss, but stop giving Tom Brady all the damn credit. It's the fucking Buccaneers. Stop that. Like that, that shit is irritating, and like it, it, it pisses me off when they do that. It, and they do that every time. The media just falls for it every time. Oh my god, Tom Brady almost did it again. No, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers almost did it again. Like stop that shit. Stop! Stop hating on. Let I me mean, stop hating. But give these his teammates some love. And Tom Brady, he'll say all oh, my players did it. Something really. Sometimes he don't really say it either. So I be I feel like he'd be along with it because he don't never like say oh well. I mean this year he kind of congratulated his teammates and said oh they did they they did their hardest and all that stuff and they played their hardest and I I love him and all that stuff. He did a whole long ass Instagram post, which I mean it's good and all, but whatever. But um. For me, it's like he goes along with it. So it's uh, for me, uh, he's an accomplice in this. In this case, if it was a case, he's an accomplice in this. In this, but like I, 
like I mentioned before, man, Tom Brady haters are so delusional. Like, very delusional. They're like Cowboys fans, in a sense. They're, those are my worst fans. Tom Brady fans and, and Cowboys fans are the worst. They're so damn delusional. They feel like the world around revolves around them, which it doesn't. And it's so irritating. But let's go to the next topic or the next question. And that next question is, can the Kansas City Chiefs repeat as AFC championships? And this goes along with the next question. Can the Cincinnati Bengals scratch and claw their way to a Super Bowl appearance and possible win? So those both questions I can answer at once. So the Kansas City Chiefs, can they repeat as champions? That is a question that is hard right now because I really believe the Cincinnati Bengals can easily win this game. I not easily, but they can win this game just for the simple fact because I don't really believe in the Cincinnati Bengals like secondary at all. Their pass rest is all right. I mean, it's all right, but it's not like oh my god, I'm intimidated. Like it's not like the 49ers defense or the LA Rams defense or hell even the Packers defense at times. It's not that intimidating. It's not like oh my god, we're going against the Kansas City Chiefs. Defense line, like it's most of the time when you look at the Kansas City Chiefs, you look at the offense, which they can score with the best of them. But you can score with the best of them. But at, at the end of the day, if you play a good defense, which a lot of times the Kansas City Chiefs don't, it's 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 going to be really bad because the defense has to stop, has to get a stop, and defense can't stop a damn nosebleed at times. Sometimes, I mean, Sorensen gets beat by scrubs. He damn near got beat by a backup quarterback in Jordan Love against the Kansas City Chiefs. Like it's just it, it like for me, I'm gonna I'm I'm not gonna say who wins or loses because I don't I'm not gonna pick this game because I don't really, I'm not a big I'm not a big I'm actually a big fan of Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and that whole Cincinnati Bengals organization. But um for me, I'm not gonna pick right now because I don't really know. I gotta look at more film. I got to look at more stats. I got to get more confident in it. But I just, right now, I'm not confident in neither team right now because I think both teams have flaws that they can they can um, bandage, that they need to bandage it up before the AFC championship. And speaking about championships, um, like I said, we have a lot of questions here. So we have, uh, with along with the Cincinnati Bengals, scratching and clawing to the, a Super Bowl appearance, can the San Francisco 49ers Two Pete as with two Pete against the LA Rams. They won in the regular season to get to the playoffs, and they won. And can they win this year in the NFC Championship against the LA Rams in LA to go to a no a Super Bowl appearance since 2020? And also, can they win if they do get to the Super Bowl? Can they win? And the last time the LA Rams been were there, they were in I think 2019, the year prior, um, against the uh, New England Patriots with Tom Brady. So, um, for me, I don't. This game is up in the air for me too. This is a good game. This is a very good game. Both of their defenses are defensive lines are really good. Both teams have X factors. Uh, Joey, or not Joey, but Nick Bosa for the San Francisco San Francisco Forty Nine ers. I said that right. San Francisco Forty Nine ers and the LA Rams have Aaron Donald. Uh, Matt Stafford has been playing well. He outplayed um, Tom Brady, by the way. If you don't know, he now you know. He did outplay Tom Brady. I mean, I don't know. People want to say, oh, he didn't. He did. He had a good half. 
a good half, but you still fucking lost the damn game. Don't really matter. So at the end of the day, top step, Matt Stafford had a better game, and that's that's the end. That's the end of the story. That's period, exclamation, whatever you want to put in at the end. But for me, this this game, it, it's, it's it's up in there. I don't know. This game is going to be decided by which defense can get the most stops. This I, that's all I can tell you about that. Which defense can get a stop? If you can get if the, that defense can get a stop. It matter if it's L.A. or it's San Francisco, whichever defense can get it. Because I think both, because Matt Stafford is good, but he can have games where he just, like, he's bad, where he just doesn't have good games. And then uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, he's he's pretty terrible. I mean, they they had Jimmy Garoppolo, he was confident at the end. He made some confident throws, but overall as a whole, he didn't really have a good game either. If you said, if you want to tell me, if you were just asking me, he didn't really outplay Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers didn't really play his best game. If that's just if you're asking me the question, he didn't really play his game. Um, he didn't really play his game that he played in the regular season. But for me, like I said, I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna hard back on what I talked about just like five minutes ago about the the Packers being frauds. I don't think they're frauds. I think the Packers organization overall as a whole, their front office are frauds because they say, speak all this of how they want Aaron Rodgers to come back and they love Aaron Rodgers, including Matt LaFleur. I'm not going to say Matt LaFleur is that accomplice in this, but at the end of the day, if you love Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers and you want Aaron Rodgers to stay, why in the hell do you draft a quarterback? You draft, you go up in a draft and draft a quarterback after he took you to the NFC championship. That doesn't make sense. And then on, on top of that, this is even before the NFL draft. This is years prior. I think it was, and I, I mentioned this, about, I think, on my podcast probably when that happened. So I think it was named Jake Crumerl. He played for the Packers. The week prior, Aaron Rodgers said, praised him, said, man, he's coming, man. I like the, that receiver. The week after, the Packers cut him. Made no fucking sense at all. They just cut him. And then it's just like, what does since that make? And then they cut the uh, what's his name, Randall Cobb. I think that that only was that same year, but it was like think that next year they cut uh, Randall Cobb because he wanted ten million, uh, amazing ten extra million dollars that the Packers could easily gave them, but they didn't want to do it with their dumb ass, and they didn't do it. And then the Packers went to another MC championship and lost. So for me, it's just like I don't think Aaron Rodgers per se, or even the Green Bay Packers are frauds. I think the damn front office are frauds. Those are the frauds because you speak all this about how you want love Aaron Rodgers and you want Aaron Rodgers back, but then don't do the give him tools to make him successful. You don't give him wide receivers. You give him fucking quarterbacks. You don't give him a defensive line. You give him oh, let's just let's just go after let's just let's just go after a a, a decent free agent that we don't got to pay a lot. No, get up, go in the draft and and go get a guy. Like this is why. And it, I, I'm trying to calm down. I don't know if you can see it here in my voice. When I talk about the Green Packers front office, it Green Bay Packers front office. I can't even complete my words. <laughs> but when I talk about the Green Packers front office, it makes my butt itch. Like and not figuratively, not literally, but figuratively. Figure. See again, I can't. I can't complete my words figuratively. Like I can't. I. I just. It makes my butt itch. It just makes me get out in the fucking hives because it just 
it's so irritating talking about the Green Bay Packers front office. It just it makes me want to punch them in a freaking eye, like give them a black eye, like just punch him straight in the eye, like it just and punch him in the straight nose because just Brian Gutekis, Brian Gut, whatever the hell his name is, it just they they piss me off. They piss me the the hell off sometimes, and it just makes no sense at all, and it just. It frustrates me because Aaron Rodgers is wasting his talent. He's come back season after season, saving the Green Packers' ass. And what you give him? Oh no, let's just grab instead of drafting a wide receiver, you, somebody like C.D. Lamb or or, or or Jefferson from the Vikings, Justin Jefferson. No, let's go after a quarterback. You could have got fucking Justin Jefferson. Think about that: Devontae Adams and Justin Jefferson on the same damn team. Imagine that. Like, and we all, that's all only thing we can do right now. It's imagine it. Like we imagine we can probably wouldn't imagine going to the damn Super Bowl this year. We all, that's all we're doing right now. These past three or four years, imagining shit instead of actually making it a reality. And the Packers organization is the reason why we just imagine the shit and we, instead of being reality. So stop it with the, oh, Aaron Rodgers is a fraud. No, the damn organization is the fucking fraud. Stop with that shit. So for me, that's my answer for is Aaron Rodgers and the Green Packers frauds. No, the damn organization is. So for me, that's my answer, and I'm sticking to it, and that's whatever you want to call it. So for me, and I'm sorry, I have a little attitude when I did it, but I'm sorry when I talk about the Green Packers organization again, I hate I hate talking about it, but I have to talk about it, talk about it because it, it's what I do. I talk about shit that I don't like. Sometimes, <laughs> so so I'm not. You will if you are a young kid and you watching this. Don't cuss like I do. Don't get mad. Um, go to therapy. But um, if you are mad, don't get mad at your parents. Or if you are mad at someone, speak with your words, not violent words, but speak with your words and, and tell the reason why you're mad. And I'm telling what the reason why I'm mad. But things don't fucking happen the way I wanted to. Why I wanted to. When I speak things and I say things on this podcast. People might get upset. People might want to do certain things to me or whatever, but I don't really care because at the end of the day, you won't damn fucking see me in the real life. But and first of all, too, I ain't scared of nobody. So it just, I've been five foot five, nine or five, eight, um, my whole damn life. So I ain't really scared of nobody. So that's just that. But, um, like I said, we're going to speak about a lot of things. Also, um, in NBA news, uh, Grace Allen has gotten suspended for one game, um, with a, with the flagrant foul on Alex Caruso. He's out six to eight weeks. Um, so that's news regarding the Milwaukee Bucks or Milwaukee sports. That's, um, it's not devastating because I believe the pack, the Packers, but the Milwaukee Bucks can win against the Cleveland Cavaliers and Cleveland Cavaliers and plus it's only one game. So it is not the end of the world. I mean, speaking about that play, it just, it just, I don't think that was a dirty play. And people say, oh, Grayson Allen has a dirty pass and he's a dirty player. And when you look at his stat, like you have one little play that he did in college where he tripped somebody. That's one fucking play. And they play it like multiple times. And you might, and I hate that, that term, oh, he's a dirty player. No, it's not. It's just sometimes people get in the way and you think, oh, it's a dirty player. No, he's not a dirty player. He just, he just plays rough. 
That's all. I mean that, and it's a we we know dirty players. We know the dirty players who the dirty players are. We know them. They're probably not in the NBA right now, and they probably didn't last a long time in the NBA right now because they wasn't that damn skilled in the first place. Grayson Allen's a good player, and the dirty the dirty player term is just is not right for Grayson Allen because he's a good good player. He wouldn't be in the league, damn. He wouldn't be in the league so long. If he wouldn't be on a fucking the freaking Milwaukee Bucks, if he was a, a dirty player, so that dirty player term is kind of like it's washed. It's very washed. I hate that term because it's just like that term goat. We goat everything. Oh, this is goat. This this is a goat. This or this is a goat player, and it's just that term is washed up now, and it's it's starting to get irritating and corny now. Every we call everything goat. We call everybody a goat. And I think we need to make qualifications for that, like goats. Of course, you want to put championships in there. If you're talking about sports, you, of course, you want to put championships in there. But, of course, I what I put in there is not only championships, what you do out, inside the field, but outside the field. I look at that, too. So, for me, goats are a little different. Or who, de- who I define as a goat is different for me. Or how I define goats is different for me. Um, but for me... Like for this episode, I'm not gonna talk about who's the goat because I have a take that I want to talk about about who's the goat in the goat conversation, how overrated it is between Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. But we're gonna go over that a little later or a little. Um, we might go over it like next week sometime, like Tuesday. If I rem- I'm gonna rem- remind myself to, I'm actually gonna write it down after this podcast so I can remind myself about that. But we're gonna have a conversation about that. Oh, actually, no, yes, we are. We're going to have a conversation about that uh, Super Bowl uh, the week uh, to next week, Tuesday. We are, Yeah, we are going to have next week, Tuesday, because I just thought about it. The AFC and the NFC championships are this week, so we will have a lot of time to talk about the GOATs, and I will have a lot of information regarding both Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. I won't, I'll be fair, so I won't be like other uh, sports radios, not radios, but podcasts and stuff that are not even podcasts, but TV shows that are biased and have people that are have biased views, um, aka Skip Bayless and Undisputed. They have biased views, and it just makes no sense. And I don't know how the hell they have a job still with their bias. And it's pretty much at this end of the day, it's clickbait at the end of the day for some of these sports. Um, podcast is pod, not even podcast, but sports TV shows. Overall, these a lot of these sports podcasts are pretty good. Like all the smoke podcast, that's good. Um, the pivot, that's a new one. I just started watching with Ryan Clark, um, a uh, Channing Crowder, and uh, what's the guy from Jacksonville Jaguars? I forgot his name. Um, that's a good podcast. The Army Athlete, that's a good podcast. That's a lot of great podcast. Uh, the the podcast with JJ Reddick. The three point, the guy, I forgot what the podcast called. The Jay Reddy's podcast. Um, who else's podcast? Um, the dude from the Miami Heat, his podcast. Um, what dude, Jimmy Neutron, they call him Jimmy Neutron. Yeah, him. Uh, that podcast, that's pretty good. Um, what's his hand? What's his name? What is his name? I forgot the Jimmy Neutron guy. Uh, what's his name? God, Duncan, Duncan Robinson, Duncan Robinson. That's the guy's uh, podcast. And who you said him? I'm actually talking to my 
um, media guy. Now I'm actually not talking about my media, my media guy, but I'm talking to myself actually in the middle of my house. It's dark a little bit. It's tinted because I don't really want to have any lights on and I'm not trying to run a lecture bill all the way up. So it's really dark in my house, but um, that's beside the point. <laughs> that's beside the point. I'm just trying to talk to you guys and see how you guys are doing. Um, if you do want to interact with me, just to see how, and because I would sometimes uh, subscribe back if you tweet me at my uh, Twitter, um, Marquise, M A R K E S C 95 Sports, or my Instagram at Marquise 95 Sports. DM me if you want any like advice on like podcasting, or if you're like, man, like I love your show, I just appreciate your show. You can send me a DM with that at Marquise 95 Sports, M A R K E S C. At 95 Sports, not at 95 Sports, but Marquise Nash, not Marquise Nash, but Marquise 95 Sports. At Mar- Marquise 95 Sports, y'all. I'm kind of fumbling here because I'm actually looking at something regarding some sports. So I'm always working, y'all. But, and I thank you for tuning in to the whatever you want to call a podcast. I'll see you this, this Saturday. See you when I see you. Peace. <laughs> I'm playing. I don't want to see you when I see you. Well, I might not see you, but tune into the podcast. I'll see you next episode. Peace.